Hey y'all, thanks for coming back for episode five of the Tri Podcast. I'm going to hit a topic today that is hard for a lot of people and I would put myself in this category, mourning the loss of someone in your tribe. Even as a Christian and as a believer in heaven and the beauty that awaits us when we pass from this life to the next, it's still hard. There is just a hole that's left behind when you lose a tribe member. 2019 was an emotional year for our family. We had a lot of unexpected loss, and to be honest, it just felt like things were piling up. Right when I thought I could breathe a little from losing one person, I lost another. I've never experienced loss like I did in 2019, so let me get into it a little bit more. In February of that year, we lost my grandma, Dropsy, and I have never met someone who had a spirit quite like my grandma. She was all about her family. She started a tradition in 1996 where all of us went on vacation together. So it was my grandma and grandpa, their five kids and spouses, and then their kids, which is you know me and my sister and our cousins, and then eventually my own kids, so that great-grandkid generation. And this just shows you her heart and how important family and traditions were to her. My grandma was one of those people who always went above and beyond for me and my cousins. Easter was a big deal. Christmas was a big deal. Her and my grandpa had an open door policy and people would just drop by unannounced because that's how my grandparents lived their lives and that's how they viewed family. My grandma was a huge part of my tribe and that's why losing her was so hard for me. We laughed together and cried together. We shared secrets and prayed for each other. My grandma always told me I should write a book because being the mom of three boys, weird things were just always happening in my house. Like my kids have done and said the craziest things and she would just laugh and laugh about my stories. It's like nothing ever surprised her when I called her. I guess having four boys and a daughter of her own, she understood the chaos of what I was experiencing. One of my favorite things about my grandma is that she loved my grandpa with everything she had. When she passed away, they had been married for 63 years, and their unconditional love had a profound impact on me and how I viewed marriage and loyalty and commitment. They were beautiful role models for me and my husband, and a lot of the way that we do life now is because of the impact they had on us. So five months later, in July of 2019, we lost my grandpa, Dropsy. My grandpa was one of a kind. When I told him I was pregnant with my oldest son, which was before I was married, and we'll hit that in a future episode of the podcast, his response was, you play, you pay. I'm pretty sure he had a bourbon in his hand when I told him, and that just really shows you his ornery personality. He just didn't take life too seriously. He never held grudges. He was so forgiving and loving, and I learned a lot in watching the way that he treated people and made people feel. In fact, at his funeral, I met an older gentleman, and I will never forget his words. He said, Dick was worthy of me coming and paying my respects. And I remember thinking in that moment, what a great way to be remembered. 
What a legacy to leave behind. At my grandma's funeral, I was asked to do a reading from Proverbs 31. And part of what I read, and I'm taking this a little out of order and just kind of hitting the high points. It said, when one finds a worthy wife, her value is far beyond pearls. Her husband, entrusting his heart to her, has an unfailing prize. She brings him good and not evil all the days of her life. She reaches out her hands to the poor and extends her arms to the needy. The woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. It is no coincidence that my dad and his siblings picked these verses in Proverbs 31 about a wife of noble character. Because that's what my grandma was and that's the legacy she left behind. I had this really cool thing happen at my grandpa's funeral. It was at this beautiful Catholic church in Mansfield where I've spent a lot of time. It's the church my grandparents were married in and my dad and his siblings attended during their childhood. It's a beautiful place and it takes my breath away every time I step foot into its doors. There are ornate paintings and drawings of Jesus on the walls and the ceilings. There's the holy water at the front and old wooden church pews. There's a priest and incense and church bells. And it's a place where so much joy and celebration has happened, but it's also a place of profound sadness and heartache. I had my head down because I was so overcome with grief and sadness and honestly just despair. I found myself at this Catholic church again, grieving the loss of someone who was so special to me. And it was while I was standing there with my head down that I felt the Holy Spirit stir in me. I heard God whisper, lift your head, child. As I was crying and alone and in desperate need of Jesus, he found me and he encouraged me. And I remember just lifting my head and looking around the church, being surrounded by the community, by friends and family, all these people that loved my grandpa. And God was reminding me, don't miss this moment. When I think about my grandparents and them being a monumental part of my tribe and the impact that they had on their community and their family, it's so powerful. Their funerals were overflowing with people. There was little walking room. There were lines that extended outside the front doors and into the parking lot. And just an abundance of respect and love and stories being shared. They were sad days, but they were also a reminder for me to surround myself with people who love me and who love the Lord. Because when you lose part of your tribe and when you're navigating despair and devastation, you need the rest of your tribe to step up. For months, I received cards and flowers and text messages and phone calls. It's the people that were willing to come into the valley with me to check in, to cry with me, support me, basically to help me put one front foot in front of the other. Those people stepped up and they helped me through. In my grandmother's final days, she had no less than 15 visitors at a time spilling out of her hospital room, surrounding her bedside and sharing stories about her life. And to me, that's what a legacy really is. I spent hours laying in her hospital bed, reading from my Bible. I would hold her hand and just saturate her with scripture and prayer. 
The doctors couldn't even say for certainty that she was able to hear us. But I wanted her to enter the gates of heaven, knowing that she left this world surrounded by people she loved and with the word of God in her heart. I know when she reached those gates, she she was at peace when she heard the words, well done, good and faithful servant. So for those of you who are currently going through a season of mourning, maybe you lost someone in your tribe. Be comforted by these words that I'm going to share with you and know that God will comfort you in your season of mourning. Revelation 21 verse 4 says, He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away. Matthew 5 verse 4 says, Blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted. At my grandpa's funeral, I read Ecclesiastes 3 verses 1 through 5. There's a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather them. My grandpa really believed these verses. There is a time and a season for everything. And please be encouraged today to find your tribe. We'll see you next time.